we were back on this Friday night, 8 p.m. Banking, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, where we get to the podcast. It is the best sports show in the Greasy the Don and the historian, Juice Man, the Boogie on the highlights, TV, the Poe Man on assignment, and King Dre is on vacation. Permanent vacation. Permanent vacation. <laughs> get him up out of here, man. Anybody got time for all that. But anyway. <laughs> How's it going, fellas? How's it going? Man, doing beautiful well, man. night. Beautiful well. night. It is. It Can't is. Complain. Man, it's Friday night. Wake up in the morning. College game day. League course out. You can tune in, like I said, where we are. Slide on over to their YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe. All that good stuff. Catch the replay. or Rerun it back again. Share it with all your friends. You know what I'm saying? If your friends don't like it, share it with a stranger. Y'all know what time it is. Like I said, just North Sports Show. And Saturday, man, I think it's going down. We got two SEC games, rivalries. One of them's the old Southwest Conference rivalry. I know me and Juice being Texas, Marcus migrating from Cali. That old Southwest Conference on wait on Raycom, man. Channel two with the antenna. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get the coat hanger and put it on the back and Texas in there and then all those boys and who was that Bucky Richardson and all them taking on E.D. Oh, Jackson, Steve Ashwan and all them boys. The glory days. The glory days, man. They gonna run that back, but that's in Jerry World. And then Got an old SEC robbery. I'm glad to see the Tennessee Vols making a return. Old Peyton Manning, T. Martin in those days, Leonard Little, Jamal Lewis, Peerless Price, man, Reggie White. Man, right, bro, right. Warful, man. Just Riddell Anthony, Javon Kirch, Fred mm. Taylor, man. Just think of some yeah. of the names that are played in this game. Tim Tebow, yeah. and Percy Harvin, some of the names that just run. I'm about to make y'all mad. Emmett Smith. <laughs> Emmett Smith, that's what I'm saying. He went way back. That was he went way back. That was right after Reggie White and him. Just some of those names. So the SEC is rolling right into October. And that means we're gonna see some of these these just gritty, dirty, just down south, nasty, old school rivalries, man. And then in the NFL, we got Buffalo. They coming down south in the humidity in September. They're gonna be taking on Tua and the New 1984 Dolphins, uh, <laughs> and Hill and Waddle, and they got a crowd team out there. And then we got the San Francisco 49ers, and the young man Trey Lance got hurt out for the season. So Jimmy G taking over, and they're gonna be Four taking. No. <laughs> they're gonna be taking on uh, Russell Wilson in another version, Rocky Top West. They're gonna be traveling to Invesco. In that altitude, so let's jump right into it, fellas. Man, what y'all think about it? Uh, are we are we gonna do college first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's, it's, okay. it matter to me, man. And how okay. you feeling, <laughs> man? <sighs> to be honest, go on and start with the and them gone juice. <laughs> to be totally honest, man. He want to go there. We know he do. <laughs> and was lucky, man, to get to get the win last week, man. Um, against Miami, and y'all know how much I root for the Aggies, man. But simply put, the Canes, the Canes beat themselves with penalties and miscues. Um, they could have kept running the ball and controlled the line of scrimmage um, if they if they had been um, more committed to the run. Uh, both running backs, Paris Jr. and Knighton, they combined for 162 yards. Um, however, 
the Aggies defense, I think they played their hearts out. Um, the offense made a few plays. Um, but still, the, the offense needs work going forward. Um, Anaya Smith and Devon A-Chain, they were difference makers. And I think what was more impressive is that they were the, they were under man. They had they had like four or five guys, well four guys, two on defense and I think two on offense that were um, they didn't get to play because of some off the field issues. Mm. But stuff like that can't happen, man. You you you, you just can't. Um, as far as Arkansas is concerned, I mean they always they they always play A and M tough. Seems like every year. Um, that quarterback Jefferson, I mean, he's kind of like, kind of like in the mold of of a uh, Cam Newton. Um, when I watch him play, Juice, um, he kind of remind me a little bit of Jamarcus Russell. I ain't talking about Raider Jamarcus Russell, but that hmm, that his, okay. his stature and size, okay. mind you know, the biggest, fastest dude. Right, right, uh, right. Got yeah. all the intangibles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I think. For this particular game, it's going to be tight all the way through. But I really think AM can 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 rally around him and and try to c- contain Jefferson. Because I mean, I really don't see too many weapons um, at his uh, disposal. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and it's gonna pr- pretty much be a home game for us. You know, being in Texas, so. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to AM. It's gonna be close though. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go AM thirty one and Arkansas twenty seven. Okay. Thirty one twenty seven. You see AM putting up that many points? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I, I I do. I do. Let me piggyback off that and give my give my prediction. So Miami shot themselves in the foot. But on the other hand, I like what Cristobal is doing. He's building a good defensive line. They kept the defensive line fresh, and they rotated. And Tom Landry invented invented the 4-3. Jimmy Johnson and, um, morphed it and kind of tinkered with it, and it turned into an attack in 4-3. And Harris Schnellenberger and those guys, they recruited heavily for a defensive lineman. So they have the offensive line and held up pretty good. Adam actually looked like the wrecking crew of some of those old highlights we saw. They they got after it. Miami was missing the the, the Michael Irvin and the Andre Johnson and the Clinton Portis in the backfield. But up front, they held their own mm-hmm. against the SEC team. So I'm kind of kind of satisfied. Like I said, I think the Hurricanes are two years away. Last year, KJ Jefferson in Arkansas, they were able to basically run Cam Newton, Reed, draw, lead, draw all day long. And them never adjusted. And them lost this year. I'm going Texas A&M with this one. I think they learned from the App State loss. They leave a lot to be desired as far as on the offensive end. But getting rid of King and going with Johnson was a start. H.A. and some of the other offensive playmakers that they have Gonna be a little bit too much. Arkansas was in a little bit of a dog fight. They kind of jumped out to a big lead last week, kind of barely hung on in the waning moments. Score was a lot. Well, the score was the margin of defeat was a lot bigger than the score indicated. Arkansas is not really playing defense the way I thought they would. I'm gonna go A and M with this one. I'm gonna go Aggies 
23. I'm going to go Razorbacks 14 in this one. Oh. Ooh, Doc. You, you just <clears throat> you, you don't think Arkansas going to get off the off the mat, but uh uh, I, I want to start with AM first. Uh, it, it's almost like something is missing. I, I haven't seen that complete ball game yet. Uh, whether it was week one or, or week two with uh, with App State or last week, I haven't seen that complete ball game, and I'm kind of concerned. Is this going to be the telltale story all season long? And eventually, what you get away with in the beginning, uh, will become your demise in the end. Uh, I think it'll still be a big game coming up in Alabama. Uh, the Razorbacks, on the other hand, uh, they, they've uh, they've shot me. I, I didn't expect this from Arkansas. Uh, you know, they lost uh, their number one receiver to Tennessee. Uh, but this guy, uh, he, he just – I love the running back. Uh uh, out the backfield for Arkansas, I think I'm I'm, I'm going to go with the Razorbacks. Uh, got some peeps out there. Uh-oh. Uh oh, uh, Coach Walker up there. Uh, you know, got got the people up there in uh, Fayetteville. I think I'm gonna ride with with, with the Razorbacks in this one. I think and them, uh, you know, with the Miami team that wasn't quite there to App State, that shouldn't have happened. Now we getting into the uh, meat potatoes of the schedule. Right. And it, it's time to eat, and, and I, I don't think AM is ready uh, for the uh, appetizer. Well, <laughs> they weren't ready for the appetizers. I don't think they're ready for the main course. I like Arkansas in this one. Okay. I like Arkansas 31, AM 20. Okay. He's going to Arkansas with the double-digit victory out there in Jerry's World. Juice Man, I was just to, re, um, just to kind of Backtrack on your point. Arkansas travels well. Fayetteville is oh, not too far away from Dallas. I think about uh, two hours, maybe. A Fayetteville to Fayetteville, Fayetteville to Dallas. You're looking at four and a half, maybe five. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about Little Rock. My bad. I'm thinking yes. about Little Rock. Yeah, Fayetteville is a little bit further up, uh, headed towards West Helena and all that good stuff. But Arkansas travels well, and if you look at the history, just you know, last couple of years when they do play, it's kind of like 50-50. Like I said, old school Southwest Conference rivalry. But I'm gonna roll with AM on this one. And King Drake is on vacation, but is in the IM. And talking about can the Aggies handle the passing attack? I see another and you thought he was on vacation. What is all this? You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> he fired. He fired. He, 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 talking about he, he fired. But anyway. He said he he said he sees another close game this time for the Aggies. It goes the road team's way. He's saying Arkansas 28-21. So we got two pig suey and two giggle. But we're gonna keep this thing on pushing. We're gonna stroll right along another SEC robbery. This goes all the way back. He said Emmett Smith, Reggie White, just some of the names that we had at the beginning of the show. Damn, just Vols Gators, Peyton Manning, and Javon Curse, Warfel. Tim Tebow, man, it's just just so much in that one, and it's a lot of orange. And I'm partial to Tennessee, maybe just because I think Rocky Top is probably top two, three <laughs> fight songs in the nation. I, I, <laughs> oh, I, 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 I just dig it. I know the 
Don't judge me. I know the lyrics and everything. And if and if Tennessee wins, I might sing it next week. So y'all be sure to hit that subscribe button, y'all. I might sing it next week. <laughs> but that is my pick. I, I, that is my pick. And I just like what Josh Heupel has been able to do with the offense. Now, I'm not going to lie, that defense, oh, they giving them up as fast as they putting them up. So that kind of concerns me. But he he's bombs away. And he was a he, he learned under Stoops in Oklahoma how to run that offense. Florida, they let me down. I was thinking the defense, the way they got out to Utah, would be able to keep that momentum, and they would be able to get out to Kentucky, and the Wildcats just wasn't having it. So they shut all that down. Is Florida going to rebound? They could be hungry, but I picked the balls at the beginning of the year, and I really don't have a reason why, but I picked them at the beginning of the year to dethrone Georgia in the SEC East. Probably going to be wrong, but I'm sticking with my guns. This one's in rocket time, but I think it's going to be a long night for them Gators. Long afternoon. This is 2.30 kickoff, so by the time it get dark out there in the Eastern Hills, it's going to be rocket top all the way. Give me rocket top 28. Give me Gator Bait and the Gainesville boys 21. Mm. Mm. And that's just because I picked Tennessee to win the East. I was going to go you know, you know what, Doc? I, I really don't know. When I'm watching Florida for the past two seasons, uh-huh. I don't know what this is out there. Me I, 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 I really do not know. Uh, <laughs> like, like you said uh, two weeks ago, I, I think we was all on board. Yeah. With, 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 with Florida getting the dub, dub, you know, we got them down there in the swamp. Ride, ride, chomp, chomp, get them gators. And, Lord, the – the wheels fell off. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'm a roll. Uh, I'm a roll with the balls in this one. Uh, they, they playing solid ball. They played. They was playing solid ball last season. But these Gators, I, it, it's just too inconsistent. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the coaching. Maybe it's the culture. I don't know. Uh, I like the balls big in this one. I, I like them big in this one. Let me get uh, Tennessee 45, Florida 24. <laughs> I, I, ain't play. I ain't playing no more. Oh, man. Oh, I'm tired, Doc. Retired, Juice. <laughs> Go ahead again. Say it again. 45, 24. 45, 24. And I agree. Like, Florida, they just yeah, they just inconsistent, man. Like, I thought, okay, they couldn't do a little something. Not so fast. Didn't happen. But so we got two rolling, rolling with the balls down, um, down there in Tennessee. We got two of them. Juice man, what it do? Uh, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Jones, as far as this rivalry, man. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that that, you know, Tennessee. It looks they look to be on the rise. You know, right. Josh Heupel is is a great offensive mind, and he is. All all he all he needs to do now is is, is fix that defense and. And they'll officially be, you know, be back. Um, they'll be ready. And as far as Florida, I mean, I think they they're going through an identity crisis. They they don't know what they don't, they don't know what they want to do. They don't know what what they are. And wow. their quarterback, he, he's he's shown flashes, but he's mostly a runner. He's still not very consistent at throwing the ball. And they don't really have a lot of playmakers on the offense. I mean, their nope. defense is always going to keep them keep them in games, but. Okay. This game being in in Knoxville, <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 giving the edge to, to the Vols as well. I think it'll be close. Um, 
you know, all pretty much all the way through, but I think they'll Tennessee will take care of business at the end. Juice I'm man, say, you know this game ain't gonna be close. Go on, I'm call a, it what it is. No, 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 no. I think, no, no, no. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be close just because Florida's defense is is still, you know, they're still solid. It's the offense that's the problem. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give the Vols uh, 31 and Florida 23. That's what's up. That's what's up. King Drayton IM. He's got the balls over the Gators 34-24. He's got them by 10 in Knoxville. So that's a clean sweep. Nobody's rolling with the Gators on this one. And they disappointed. So they <laughs> we did they, that last yeah. time. Yeah. Like everybody put their money on them. To, like we all picked them like clean sweep. They're gonna take care of business. <laughs> Kentucky went in there and put an L on all of our columns. If you haven't Check us out on the Facebook page that is the Just North Sports Show. We got live updates on the standings, all that good stuff. You can see where we are in, in college pickums and and in the NFL pickums. We might have to have a little contest. Share, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And jump on in here and pick against the experts because we're pretty good in here. You know, we clown around, but for the most part, somebody gonna hit it nail on the head. You know, somebody gonna hit the nail on the head. But anywho. I it think it'll be 45-24. 45-24. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it might be 45-24. <laughs> but anywho, we're we, we going to keep this thing pushing and, and moving right along as King Dre is in the IM again. He already dropping his predictions for the NFL. We haven't even gave him any, any analysis or anything. He's saying that off the rip, he likes both teams, Buffalo and Miami, which is the first game we're going to jump into. But he wants to get his picks in. He's saying he's going with the defense. He thinks that the Bills have the better defense so far. And in a close one, he's going Bills to win this one 34 to 28. But low key, I like Miami. No, no. See, that's what I be talking about. <laughs> How you going to say the Bills? Well, just pick Miami. See, he, that's that's what he do, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't listened to anybody, I encourage you all to go back and listen to our March Madness show last year. He had like 12 teams he thought that was going to the Final Four. And he got like 15 brackets. Of course, you're going to hit one of them. But that's, nah, now, look, now one hit. And now what I'm here. But that's our boy, man. That's our boy. That's what King Dre, that's what he do. He's on vacation. If you hadn't seen Beverly Hills Cop when Eddie Murphy was talking to Sergeant Tiger, he was telling him he was on vacation. So that's what King Dre is, but he, he said he want to work. Juice Man, what do you think about this game right here, Buffalo and Miami? Ah, man, it's, this I think this is going to be uh, one of the most exciting games of the weekend. Hmm. Um, Miami, they're – They've they've got so much speed at the skill positions. Um, Tua looks like he's made huge strides as far as you know improving his his overall game. Right. I still think the 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 offense can still get better if they you know sprinkle in some runs, get get more consistent in the run game. Um, the defense is solid, but Buffalo man, they're they're on another level, man. They they look like they're destined to to. To win the whole thing, win the AFC and go to the, and go to the Super Bowl. I mean, they're, just, <laughs> they're stacked in 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 both positions. I mean, offense and defense. I mean, Josh Allen is 
playing like an MVP. Stephon Diggs looks like he's the best receiver in the league. Um, their running game is solid too. That defense is just ridiculous and nasty. Um, but for this game, uh, is it's gonna be in Miami, correct, or in Buffalo? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, you know what, man? I I'm gonna have to give the edge to Buffalo, just because. Just because of their defense, um, uh, Von Miller is great at, at, at getting to the quarterback. They've got two great safeties in, in uh, Micah Hyde and, and uh, Poirier. Their their corners are good. Right. I'm going to give the edge to Buffalo. It's going to be a good game. I'm going to say Buffalo 38 Ooh. and uh, Miami 28. 38-28. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Juice man. We got yeah. two rolling with Buffalo on this. One. Two of them. Don't shake it up for him, Breezy. Tell him what's on your mind one time, baby boy. <laughs> well, the thing about it, uh, these quarterbacks, their numbers are similar, uh, mm-hmm. almost to a T. Whether it's the seven touchdowns, two interceptions, Allen six fourteen to a uh, seven thirty nine. But the on you know the Bills are favored in this game, and one key stat: the Bills have beaten the Dolphins seven straight times. Hmm. That that is, oof. <laughs> but uh, before this season started, uh, I think Doc said it that the uh, Dolphins. I had picked the Patriots uh, to challenge. Doc had picked the Dolphins to challenge. And it's something that Doc saw that I didn't see. Uh, like he said, uh, Marino, Duper, Clayton, mm. 2.0 or 3.0, however you want to call it. Or two. Uh, mm. Like I always say, uh, good things must come to an end. I know you won seven straight. I know you're riding high. Uh, you beat up on the Rams team that's, that, so that was on the uh, Super Bowl hangover. Tennessee, I mean, hey, let's, let's go eight in the box and let's shut down Derrick Henry. That, that's right. what that is. That's it. This Miami team? <laughs> no, no, I, I, no. And uh, Mr. Tyreek Hill is very familiar with the Bills. Yes. Very familiar. I think I'm going to take Miami in this one, fellas. Okay. I'm going to take the, the Dolphins out there in South Florida with, with the heat. And, yep. Yeah. Uh, mm. The defense is, I mean, they beat up on a good Raven team. They came back. Yeah. That show uh, resilience uh, to never quit. Yeah. Week one, uh, you know, they took care of their business against the Patriots. Belichick teams are by far no slouch, period. They are no slouch, especially on the defensive side. I think I like Miami in this one, fellas. I'm going to go with uh, Miami 24. Uh, let me get Buffalo 21. Okay. It, it's, I, I think it's going to be nippy tough. I'm not saying they're going to blow the doors off, but I, I, I'm going to stand with Jones, uh, uh, Doc Jones. Doc saw some in these Dolphins when we did our preview show. And it, 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 it's, it's wearing dividends. So I, I think I'm going to ride with the Dolphins. Man, you took okay. a, we got an excellent analysis. 
the brother took the words right out of my mouth. It is um, <laughs> seven in a row, and it's late September. The humidity could be a factor. What I like about Miami is uh, the change of culture, and sometimes leaders have a hard time admitting when they're in the wrong. They got ugly down there with Flores and all that good stuff. Your coach doesn't have to be best friends with your quarterback, especially in today's time. But you got to realize he's the quarterback, and they didn't put all that stock into him for nothing. So whatever happened between them, it happened, and Flores is no longer there. We know he's got a lawsuit going on, all that good stuff. But sometimes a change in leadership is necessary. And the Dolphins are riding high. Now, that Baltimore game last week, there were bombs, big plays. I mean, it looked like NFL. <laughs> Baltimore jumped out to a big lead. And I'm like, Lamar Jackson is showing out. This is contract year. He's going to do his thing. And then all of a sudden, like Greasy said, Hill and Water went Clayton and Duke with 1984 on them boys. You looked up and it was just bomb after bomb after bomb. Baltimore doesn't have the defense. I think a lot of people still, when they think Baltimore, they think Ray Lewis, Saragusa, Ed Reed, Chris McAllister, Stark, Sam Adams, those guys, T Subs, those guys are no longer there. Baltimore's giving up a lot of points. J.K. Dobbins is coming back. They sorely need another running back. I love Lamar Jackson. I want the brother to get his bread. I think he deserves every bit of $300 million guaranteed. He not getting it. <laughs> he said he's not getting it. I think he deserves all of it. But they're going to get Lamar Jackson hurt. They got to get some stops. They got to they got to get some running game going because there's only so much he can exert without eventually it take taking a lick or just – you know, attrition taking over and he ends up getting hurt. And this is his contract here, so he's going to try to show that he's worth all that. They need some defense. I think they had uh, Pierre Paul in for a couple of workouts. Couldn't come mm-hmm. together with a contract yep. agreement. I don't know what's up with that, but they need a pass rush. They need a lot on the defensive end. They got a couple of playmakers on the outside. You know he's looking for Andrews. But in this particular one, I'm just riding it. In this particular one, I'm just riding the Dolphins. I'm just riding the Dolphins. I think they get it done. Buffalo is a real deal. I, I like Buffalo. I, I'm in love with Buffalo. I like Josh Allen. I like Stephon Diggs. I like Von Miller. Secondary's on point. They play tough in the middle. They're going to put up some points. Miami going to put up some points. I think Miami has a better overall defense than Tennessee. I don't expect uh, Buffalo to put up 41. I'm leaning more in the South Florida humidity. Give me the Dolphins and give me four points. I'm going to go Dolphins 28. I'm going to go Bills 24. And that's going to split that ball game. Pick them section of the show right down the middle. Two and two. I like the Dolphins. I'm riding the Dolphins. And like me and Greasy was talking about last year, Baltimore is going to mess around and they're not even going to win the division. It's something about Baltimore. It looks like, okay, <laughs> they do good. They start off 2-0 and or whatnot or, you know, whoop-de-whoop. And, like, they should be 2-0 and for all intents and purposes. And last year they started off, what was it, 3-0, and 4-0. And then they lost a game and then they won a game and then they kind of lost two more. And around week seven, then Greasy started looking at each other and said, if they keep playing 
Cincinnati is going to win that division. And lo and behold, yep. they did. And if you look up, they're one and one. The Steelers are one and one. The Browns are one and one. And the Bengals are 0 and 2. So it's still wide open. So if Baltimore don't get it together, they're going to end up losing that division. But that's neither here nor there. Kind of got off topic a little bit, but this is going to take us to the Sunday night game before we wrap this thing on up. Jimmy G taking, jumping in for the injured Trey Lance. Young man got hurt. I have a whole other discussion on Kyle Shanahan and and all that. <laughs> he's a good play caller and he's a good coach, but you don't have design runs for the number two overall draft pick. Just let him do some Jake Plum. Put him in a a rollout situation where he can manipulate the pocket. Like you didn't ask Jake Plummer to do this. Is the thing I don't understand about Shanahan. You have design runs for RG3 and Trey Lance, but you didn't have him for Matt Ryan and Jake Plummer and Kyle Orton put up four thousand yards in a Kyle in a Shanahan system. So I've had a real hard time understanding why you feel like it's necessary to design runs when your offense is complicated but simple. But anyway, they're going to slide out west and they're going to take on Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. That should be a good one Sunday night game. Broncos not looking as dominant as I thought they would. It's going to take some time. I know Jerry Judy had a rib injury. It's going to take some time. The defense leaves a lot to be desired. But that's Sunday night's game. What about it? I, I want to jump into this. Uh, I'm going to start off with the Broncos. Uh, I saw the, this coach, head coach, and this staff has ab- absolutely no clue. Uh, <laughs> Texas have fourth and forever. Uh, we don't even have a return out on the field. What's hmm. going on, fellas? Let's call a timeout. You burn up timeouts, poor clock management. I don't know how many delay of games I've seen against the Texans. Fellas, I mean, I, I get it. You got Russell Wilson, but as I stated, new management, new coaches, new system. It started week one. I, I understand it's only been two games. Week one, Geno Smith. Hmm. You, every th- even Vegas had that as a lock. Broncos going to roll out and get a dub. No, the Seahawks put it on you. And Houston should have put it on the Broncos last week. But Houston kept shooting themselves in the foot, and the Broncos escaped with a victory. Now, here come the the 49ers. um, A bona fide Super Bowl contender team. Out of five quarters, five quarters Trey Lance played this year, 15 of 31, 48%. A hundred ninety-four yards and an interception. Mm. That's five quarters of football. Mm. Jimmy G, three quarters, thirteen to twenty-one, sixty-two uh, percent uh, pass completion, one fifty-four and a touchdown. I like Jimmy G in this situation because he's familiar with this. Uh, they were right there last year. Uh, Could have easily made the Super Bowl. They were right there. Uh, this 49er team is not like the Seahawks. They they just punched the Seahawks in the mouth Sunday, uh, last Sunday. Uh, they should have punched Chicago in the mouth. Uh, mm-hmm. But due to weather, 
I think this game. Look, the Broncos aren't that good. I, I mean, <laughs> it, it <is laughs> the 49ers are that good. I think uh, me and Juice talked off air. Kittle's coming back. I like the Niners big in this one. I'm going to go uh, 49ers 31, uh, Broncos 10. Okay. That's it. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, Russ, it, it, Bosa already uh, three sacks. So it, it, it's gonna, it, it's gonna be bad out there. I, I don't. It's gonna, I not that bad, but we gonna see that um, all that hype out there in in Mile High. It, it's just hype. Uh, it, the, the right coaches aren't in place. And I'm gonna pass this thing to Juice Man. I know Juice Man want to get in here and say a little something, something. <laughs> Man. It's very unfortunate what happened to Trey Lance. Um, however, it's good. I think it it's it's could be a blessing in disguise. I mean, you got a backup that's played a lot of football. Say what you say what you want about Jimmy G. We we all we know that he's not an elite thrower <laughs> of the football, and he's not the most athletic. What Jimmy G is, is and has always been is a game manager. That's it. The, the, the Niners still have good pieces on offense around him. They still have a very good defense behind them, and as for Denver, it seems like it seems like this game is like a must-win, despite despite them being one and one. Right. Um, Russell Wilson still wants to prove that he can lead a team um, into the postseason and ultimately to a Super Bowl, but it appears that they that there's some issues surrounding the coaching staff. Like they've shown some some incompetence as far as like managing the game and making some questionable decision making. I mean, whatever's going on, they they got to fix that. Uh, I mean, Russell Wilson didn't come to Denver for that. Um, Broncos, they have some pieces on offense too, and a defense that can, that can compete. But in this particular matchup, I think the Broncos they've got some injury concerns. You know, Jones, you mentioned about Jerry Judy with his ribs. Um, KJ Hamler's questionable. Uh, Pat Sertain. He's got a shoulder issue, so I think the Niners are going to go on, go into. I mean, they've got they've got injuries too. Uh, George Kittle is questionable, but I think he'll play. Their best corner, Jimmy Ward, has a hamstring, and then uh, their running back, Elijah Mitchell, he's been out with a knee. Yeah. But with all that being said, I think Jimmy G will make the right decisions with the football, get the ball to Debo Samuel early and often, and I think their defense will will get after Russell Wilson. And so I got the Niners in a close game, uh, 26 to 20. King Drake chimes in. He's in the IM right now, and he says the Broncos just aren't that great. 49ers 31 and the Broncos 17. So, yeah, it's like everybody's uh, queen. It's like we got what's up. Everybody's running, running, running. Running the mill on this one, excuse me, stumbling all over my words. So we got three with the Niners. So I pretty much gave my analysis or whatever or what I think is going on. For the Niners, they will get after it defensively. Bosa and those guys up front, they're going to create some pressure. Russell Wilson does take a lot of sacks. Um, just his style. He's going to try to hold on to the ball as long as he can, looking for the big play. He can still deliver the big play, throwing deep. I think he's still working on his chemistry with with uh, Sutton and 
some of the other weapons. Jerry Judy's out. Lots of speed missing with that one. I like the 49ers defense. I'm in love with the 49ers defense. And Jimmy G is just what Jimmy G is. He's a game manager. He's not going to beat you. He's not going to throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns. And he's not going to wow you with that. What he is is a game manager and what he is is a winner. And the team supports him. I think maybe Trey Lance is typical second-year player. You've got to earn your stripes. So do the Trent Williams and the Debo's and those guys on the team, do Fred Warner, do they really ride for him? I'm pretty sure they do. But Jimmy G, he's been through the wars with him. There's something about camaraderie and knowing that, okay, this is what we have to do to win with this with the quarterback. And the 49ers, let's just be honest, they're winning in spite of Jimmy G, not because of him. Let's make that clear. In spite of Jimmy G, not because of him. I watched the game last week. Trey Lance gives him a 3-0 lead. They get a turnover. They kick a field goal. Jimmy G didn't move the ball. They get another sack. Team goes three and out. They get the ball back to the offense. Seattle goes three and out again. No, no, I think they got a turnover. Jimmy G throws a 30-yard touchdown. This is six minutes in the first half. Jimmy G comes in and immediately drops a 30-yard touchdown bomb, and Jimmy G fans are going crazy. And the bastard didn't move the ball <laughs> until – Three minutes left in the fourth quarter, passing <laughs> pass interference, and he snuck. He did a quarterback sneak and got it in. Hey, mom, nice fantasy numbers. Look what I did today. But it's neither here nor there. Jimmy G is what Jimmy G is going to be. This one's in mile high. Investo, excuse me, 7.20 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, let's make it a clean sweep. I'm with I'm on the Niners with this one. Elijah Mitchell's out for two months, but Jeff Wilson in. They got Tevin Coleman, Marlon Mack. The only one thing about Shannon Hayes gonna keep some backs. That's why Raheem Mustard is out in Miami right now. And you remember he killed Green Bay in the 2019 NFC Championship. Almost had 200 yards rushing. But <laughs> all running backs are replaceable in a Shanahan scheme, and it looks like running quarterbacks are as well. So. That's going to be a clean sweep, and that's going to be a clean wrap-up for this show. Fellas, it's been a nice run, man, which I, which I got up for tomorrow other than football. Man, I'm just, you know, hey, I'm just going to be preparing for, you know, the next week, man. That's all, I, that's all I'm going to be doing. That's it. That's all we can do, man, is prepare for the next week. What about it, Greasy? Well, you know, uh, uh you know, take a just noise to the next level as as usual. Uh, preparing uh, yeah. for shows and yeah. uh, making it crisp, and you yeah. know, getting it out to the people that uh, just noise sports show is something special. It is. It's not your every. It's not your mom and dad's sports <laughs> show or your brothers or, or your brothers or little nephews podcast. I mean, right. it's right, something right. real. Yeah. Uh, very knowledgeable. Right. Uh, the entire panel. Right. Uh, no one could ever come on this show and debate us. No, no. And if anyone <laughs> wants to come on, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, hey, this seat been waiting for you a long time. Come yeah, on with it. It is. It is. Like my man says, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but it's rare to see fellas come together that's been knowing each other for so long and just like, hey, bro, we, we do this. We've been doing this for years now. Let's just put yeah. it on. Let's put it on camera and let's record yeah. it and just see what it do. 
And it's been a success. You know, it's been some bumps in the road and some learning curves, but we're getting better at this thing and we enjoy bringing it to you. We having fun doing this thing. But look out for big things. We ain't done just yet. Hey, we just getting started, man. We just getting started. We just getting started. We just getting started. We're going to slide on up out of here. TB the Poe Man on the side and King Drake on vacation. But was able Both to get on five. Both on five. You heard on him first. But he was able to get his picks in. Juice Man, the boogie with the highlights, him greasy to Don with the history and the insight. And I am Dr. Producer, but we all one team. Until then, keep it clean. This is the Just Noise Sports Show. Check us every Friday night, 8 p.m. Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast.